Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com. And by Shorten Associates, legal recruiters in Louisiana and Texas. And by Orange Theory Fitness, delivering fitness results for a healthier world. From Mansur's on the Boulevard in Baton Rouge, we're out to lunch with editor of the Baton Rouge Business Report, Stephanie Regal. It's business Baton Rouge style. Hi, I'm Stephanie Regal. Welcome to Out to Lunch. Though South Louisiana doesn't usually get high points for being home to IT and biotech talent, there are lots of startups you've probably never heard of that are turning heads around the country and beyond, doing things to improve everything from coming up with better ways for police officers to make arrests in the field to getting you to ingest the fresh produce that's grown in the fields. Joining me today is Casey Roussel, Executive Vice President of CloudGavel, a company that's revolutionizing the way law enforcement officers do their jobs. Specifically, CloudGavel has created software that streamlines the way officers obtain warrants in the field by enabling them to complete the entire warrant process electronically without ever having to leave the scene of a crime. The electronic warrant system allows officers to write a bulletin, send it to a judge at the push of a button. The judge then receives an email alerting him that there's a warrant to review which he can sign or revise and send back all within a matter of minutes. CloudGavel has been around since 2009 and in just a few short years many law enforcement agencies have begun to use the software including the Louisiana State Police, the LSU Police and the New Orleans Police Department just to name a few. Casey it is such a cool story. Thanks for joining me today on Out to Lunch. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Also at the table with me and Casey is Dale Post, CEO of Microbiome Therapeutics, a biotech company that is developing and marketing therapies that help keep you healthy by interacting with the GI or gastrointestinal microbiome. Growing research suggests that a variety of conditions are impacted by the health of your GI microbiome. And the flagship product of Dale's company seeks to do just that. It's called Biome Bliss, and it's a berry-flavored prebiotic blend that is made into a drink or a spread. It can be made into lots of food products and is intended to be an addition just to your daily eating routine. Think of Biome Bliss as a way to make sure that you have the proper amounts of fruits and vegetables that you should every day, but with fewer calories. Dale is a native of Silicon Valley who has had success with startups like this before. His first biotech company in graduate school was acquired by SmithKline Beecham, now GSK. Dale, it's a pleasure to have you here on Out to Lunch today. Thank you for having me. And you brought some wonderful treats that we can try. Your yes. Biome Bliss Ready drink. Ready to enjoy it. And, all right. Well, you'll have to tell us all about it in a minute. But Casey, let me go back to Cloud Gavel for a minute because you have extensive experience in the field of process automation and data analytics, two areas that are crucial for the success of software like Cloud Gavel. How does the system work? Uh, the, it's pretty simple, actually. The goal behind what we tried to accomplish is that we saw and found through meeting with sheriffs uh, back in the early 2000s was how much time was wasted by officers simply sitting in a car and trying to find judges, whether it was sitting in traffic um, or just getting from office to courthouse and then waiting for the judge and then getting all the way back to the office. And it was, it was hours of time. So we thought that, gosh, there's got to be a better way to do this. So we met with the sheriffs, figured out their workflow and processes. At that time, there was no laws here in Louisiana to allow the electronic signing of court documents. So we had to meet with the legislature, present what the idea and concept was, and, and thankfully it, it passed through 
um, with full support. So we kicked it off in, I think, September of 2009 and, and really never looked back. Wow. So let's back up just a step and explain, like, what kinds of things would an officer have to wait on approval for okay. if he was out in the field trying to arrest somebody or? Yes, good question. So if, if an officer's in the field and they determine, okay, I need to make an arrest or I need to search a, a particular place, whether it's sure. car, person, house, uh, they would then have to get in their car, go back to their office, get to their office, type up the entire warrant, print it out, go find the judge, whether it be at the courthouse or at a judge's house if it's after hours, explain everything to the judge, have the judge sign it, go back to the office, print copies, make copies, then go to the scene to execute that warrant. Wow. So it was hours and hours. hours. And, and, and depend, so you get in rural areas where they may have had to drive an hour and a half to get to the judge if it's after hours in a house. Um, like in New Orleans, coming from New Orleans East during traffic hour, even though it's, it's all in New Orleans, it could take them an hour to get there and back uh, one way. So we eliminated all that to now it's all cloud-based. They can sit in front of a scene on their laptop, and we reduced the process down to an average of 16 minutes to do it. So not only have we reduced the time, but the hours spent on overtime and the wear and tear on vehicles. So all of that's been sure, reduced sure. Um, down for the officers. And it's all done on a phone, on a pad, any sort of mobile device, yeah, it, it's anything. All, it's all um, encrypted into the cloud environment so it's a um, extremely secure and you know judges can sign warrants from anywhere in the world as long as they have internet access and same with officers as long as they have internet access there's no special hardware or anything to buy to do it they can do it from any internet enabled device so many cool questions that i want to ask you but dale your your story begs so many questions as well and and i want to kind of back up and start because i i referenced in in my little introduction to you the microbiome and also prebiotics and those are two kind of key terms for your product and people may not be familiar with those so when we talk about a microbiome what are we talking about Okay, the microbiome is one of the most exciting areas in the life sciences today, and it's really going to be a, a wellspring of breakthroughs for treating uh, disease. And what the, the epiphany was, uh, collectively, of, of biologists was that the role of the bacteria in our lower GI, our large intestines primarily, but also in other places in our body, the role sure. of bacteria in other microorganisms is integral to our health. So there are ways that it can go right, and as you might expect, there are ways that it can go wrong. And so the field of the microbiome is, is leading to new insights into disease process. And what can go wrong with your microbiome goes to the subject of prebiotics. So you've heard of probiotics. Probiotics right. are taking you know, fermented food and Like, and like yogurt, right? Yogurt is a fermented, about, okay. you know, and there's a sauerkraut and things like that. And people have taken those bacteria and, and made them into pills also. Well, in our bodies, there are about 800 different species of bacteria living, mm -hmm. and there are about 40 or 50 trillion of them living in our, in our lower, lower GI. Wow. And so what can go wrong is that you can get whole uh, elements of that, that um, uh, group of bacteria to be missing, and that's called dysbiosis. And when you have hundreds of different species of bacteria that are decimated, they're not doing what they would normally do. So taking probiotics might help some people some of the time, but what really has gone wrong is that people aren't feeding their microbiome. And when you don't feed the microbiome, they get even or they get <laughs> sick. And so that's sort of the, the, the well, setup for what our product Biome Bliss is all about. So Biome Bliss, it's a powder. It comes in a powder form, and it's a blend of these 
what, so nutrients, these prebiotics? These yeah, so what we've uh, done is taken uh, the natural prebiotics. These are fermentable fibers out of natural food. And so we all should be eating 10 or 12 servings of fruits and vegetables per day. And many of us don't do that. Um, yeah. It takes a, a big pile of fruits and vegetables and 380 calories of those fruits and vegetables um, in one serving of Biome Bliss. What we've done is taken the sugar out, the simple carbs out, and left the fermentable fiber, the prebiotics, that what, what your microbiome is looking for. And okay. we've rendered that in the form of a very easy to drink uh, uh, product. It's very flavorful. So if a kid, for example, and uh, maybe a 40-year-old kid, uh, mm -hmm. isn't eating their fruits and vegetables, this is a really easy way to get them to add on the better part of their diet. Sometimes we think about diets as being the guilt of the bad things that we're eating, and that's certainly true. But this is really focusing on the good things that people aren't eating. And this is much easier to add this good part back into people's diets. And once your microbiome gets back on the road, then it starts providing feedback to your brain and, and other aspects of your physiology. Now, you all launched this product very recently? Yes, uh, we just launched it this spring, and uh, we're going on uh, social media and uh, Amazon and our website. And uh, if you Google on microbiome, you'll find so many subjects that are, are connecting to it. So people are recognizing that the microbiome is a, is a breakthrough subject, and this is a product that's really a premier microbiome product. This is a great story. Okay, I have a lot of follow-up questions for you, but, but, but speaking of, of launching, Casey, you all launched your product nine years ago. You all have been around a long time. How did you get um, the, the local governments, the state government on board? What was their incentive to want to do that? And, and you had to change laws, you said, to enable this. It's been very unique, especially moving outside of Louisiana to additional states to see, see how things are done different. But the, the real incentive for law enforcement was, you know, one, the amount of money and time was being saved, but also officer safety. You know, a lot of things we didn't realize was, okay, while that officer was traveling back and forth to the judge, well, those other officers sitting on a particular house, watching it, surveying it, um, and it's easy to see a police car sitting outside sure. of a house. You know, one of the interesting stories when we first started, we had an agency call us where um, they found a house that they were ready to go and, and do a search warrant on. They were able to use our system. They got the warrant back, I think it was like 18 minutes at the time, and they made the search, they made the arrest, but when they came into the house, it was a group of individuals all with weapons and they were ready and planning to go hit a drugstore. And the officers called us because they said, if we'd have did it the old way, we wouldn't have got there in time and someone would have likely have been killed. You know, we, wow. you know, so we started seeing Okay, it's not just about money, it's about safety, it's about public safety. You know, so the law enforcement had a real incentive to, you know, get behind it. And from the judge side, you know, they don't have officers beating on their doors in the middle of the night, <laughs> you know, waking up their spouses and their families. Um, and they saw the benefit as well to do their job and, and get the information back to the officer. And the third thing was we had a big focus on protecting the constitutional rights of the people. So our system tracks every single thing that the officers do, you know, from a timeline of, of everything that's happening. You know, so there can't be any accusation of, hey, did they make the search before they had the warrant or anything like that. It's, it it kind of protects both sides of the, the equation. So do you have to get individual law enforcement agencies to sign on and buy the software? Is it a parish or county by county thing? It's mostly or? done by districts because 
uh, we what's unique about ours that's difficult to sell is we have to have both law enforcement and the courts on. If the courts don't want to participate, it's really a no go. So, so we you have need like the 19th judicial district to participate. Yes, for we instance. need we need the court to participate in order to get the law enforcement um, on board. So we would go and sell both sides, both the law enforcement and the court, and saying, hey, look, this is what we're trying to do, and it's easier for us now because we have working model that works and the results to prove the concept. Of, of how it's helping so it's easier now but we need both sides of the equation uh, and then we add the clerk of court the district attorney's office and all the different um, you know institutions or agencies to st streamline the process and then you access their databases or you automate their databases and link them all together basically? well for a cloud gobble everything is stored in our databases so we protect it all in a secure environment um, in the cloud uh, and then we'll push the data back to the agency so if they want access to the, their data it's their data we'll send it back to them uh, for them to have locally, but everything is secured and protected inside of our databases. Fantastic. Who developed your software? Uh, we built it internally. We have our full software development team that we built it um, and we maintain it. So it's, okay. you know, CloudGob was probably about 20% of what we do as a company. So we we build and automate things for private sector businesses. So CloudGob was is really easy for us because, you know, our whole team is here. We do it all our, in house. You're listening to Out to Lunch. I'm Stephanie Regal. I'm talking to Casey Roussel of CloudGavel and Dale Post of BiomeBliss. We'll be right back after this very short break. You're listening to Out to Lunch. I'm Stephanie Regal. I'm talking to Casey Roussel of CloudGavel and Dale Post of BiomeBliss. Dale, who developed BiomeBliss? Did you have a team of scientists? Was it you and, and a couple of others? And, and where did you test it? Where are your labs? And yeah, it was an in interesting story how it came together. There was three co-founders of the company, and uh, one is uh, Dr. Mark Hyman, who okay. is from Louisiana, and he had worked at Eli Lilly for some 25 years as the chief science officer for drug discovery for their obesity drugs. Mm -hmm. And he had started to, to see confounding variables in some of his experiments that could, he could only explain by invoking a role for the, the bacteria in the lower GI. So the functionality wasn't the drug acting in the, the system, in the bloodstream, so to speak, but actually the drug was working in the, in the intestines, in the, in the interluminal cavity of, of where the, the, the stuff is being digested. And so he had some ideas about how you could modulate or modify that process uh, for improving health. The other co-founder is John Elstrott, mm -hmm. uh, who is also uh, from Louisiana, and uh, he's a professor at, at uh, Tulane, now yeah. retired, uh, and he was the chairman of Whole Foods. Um, now also and an alum of this show, we had him on before. Yeah, <laughs> and so he, he had had this wealth of experience in a whole series of emerging high-tech food companies, yeah. and uh, uh, including White Wave, the, the company that makes uh, Silk, the soy milk company, and, and several others including a Good Belly, which is a, a probiotic company. So he was very familiar with the, the genre of company. My, my background is as a, as a CEO of biotechnology companies. And so uh, uh, getting uh, complicated science and explaining it and raising money for the companies and then getting to the point of going public or to a trade sale. And the microbiome was just right up my alley. I just fell in love with the field of the microbiome as now thousands of people have. And so we got together, and Mark Hyman was the one that uh, invented the product along with uh, a colleague, Justin Pino. And uh, they, they got together and, and uh, conceptualized the product. And what's important is that this has been tested in the clinic. And we're very fortunate here to be very close to the Pennington Biomedical Research Center, which is one of the, the world's and certainly the country's uh, uh, leading research institutes uh, in the field of nutrition. 
nutritional science is a very hard form of science. And what Pennington does is combine the basic science along with the clinical science. And so we did two clinical trials. And what did the trials show? I mean, how did you measure better health? Yeah, so first of all, these... Or was these, it weight loss, or what was it? Yeah, so these, these trials were done at the same rigor as if it was a pharmaceutical, okay. even though we're talking about extracts from foods. Uh, so that standard is a, is a double-blinded, placebo-controlled, randomized trial. That's hmm. the, the real deal. So um, the trial was uh, provided to individuals with high BMI, uh, many of which were uh, pre-diabetic, and they were on the product for about four weeks And uh, at the end of that period, and also some were on placebo. Um, they were given various tests, and one of them is a so-called oral glucose tolerance test. So if you eat a big piece of pecan pie, mm-hmm. what's going <laughs> to happen to your bloodstream in the next couple of hours is that blood right? sugar is going to go blasting into the roof and then coming down over a period of a couple of hours. And when you do that several times a day for a year, year in and year out, that's what wears your system down that can lead to um, uh, problems. And so what we found was with our product, if people had t- been taking Biome Bliss for the weeks leading up to it, it changed the glycemic response to that oral glucose tolerance test. It was as if all the foods you ate were decreased in the glycemic response. That's a very good thing. That was the first finding. The other two findings were, uh, I think, equally important. GI health, so people that had irregularity improved that. And my favorite is satiety. It basically cuts your hunger. And so, um, and the reason why that is, is is a fascinating part of the story of the microbiome. And it has to do with how the microbiome is actually communicating with us. Okay. They, they, it, it communicates with our brain. So, so it actually curbs hunger and therefore helps you maintain healthy weight or maybe even lose weight? Well, it would help you uh, maintain a diet. And so mm-hmm. if you're on a supervised diet, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people have been familiar with the yo-yo diets. And, and, right. And what this does, it, it, over a period of about uh, 20 hours after you've eaten a meal that has um, these fermentable fibers in them, such as in Biome Bliss, it ferments and it creates molecules in your large intestines that uh, they come by the name of uh, short-chain fatty acids, and they're really good things. When you don't eat good fruit and vegetables, you don't get a lot of short-chain fatty acids, and that leads to a, a problem. When you do have short-chain fatty acids produced, as, as will happen in the case of Biome Bliss, um, there's other cells in your lower GI that then absorb that, those short-chain fatty acids and produce hormones. One of those hormones is a satiety hormone. It tells your brain you've had enough to eat. It may take 10 or 12 hours for that signal to get there. So if you load up on two servings of Biome Bliss for a couple of days and that kicks in and you start to feel like that pint of haagen ice cream <laughs> is not a single serving anymore. I'm sold. I don't know about you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree with that. So how do you all market your respective products? Uh, sell and market and position it out there. Um, the Cloud Gavel product is, is really market specific where we market directly to law enforcement agencies and to the courts. Mm-hmm. Um, it is because it's a very specific market on how. So we'll go to um, different trade shows or or conventions for law enforcement, but most of what we do is direct outreach, where we'll set up appointments and go meet with the the key decision makers for the law enforcement agencies uh, in the courts and show them the product, and that's where it goes from there. So it's very- And you have a reputation now, I guess, and enough penetration to- Yeah, absolutely. We're finally to the point where people are calling us as much as we're calling them. So that's really good, because people are hearing the story and they're hearing about uh, the success we're having with the product. How many markets are you in? We're in five states now. Okay. Um, so which is which is pretty amazing, considering the the challenges of going from state to state in this market. Because each state kind of does things a little bit different sure. and with different laws. So we've we've been fortunate, and uh, it's it's a good time for the product. Dale, what about y'all? You mentioned that you're selling this online. 
Uh, but are you going through also dealers or nutritional supplement places or doctor's offices? Or? There are really uh, two main uh, routes right now for us to get to the marketplace. One is through our uh, online e-commerce. So mm -hmm. biomebliss.com is the name of the, the website and also through Amazon. So that's the e-commerce side of things. And then we have a series of ambassadors and clinics. Um, it's important for a product like this that has, as sort of given you a hint of, it's got sort of a depth to it. It's sort of simple on one hand, but there's a, a, a depth to the science behind it. And so it's good to have registered dietitians, nurse practitioners, um, uh, also naturopathic uh, physicians and MDs be aware of the science behind the product because when, to the extent that they're aware of that science and appreciate it, then they, they understand the legitimacy of it. What kind of competition is there for your respective products? Um, for us, not very much. There's a couple uh, state-sponsored plans where the states are trying to do it internally um, to do it. But, you know, we were the first one to do it privately, and we're the largest one in the country at the moment really? um, for it. So it's – and it all started here in Louisiana. So, I mean, there's there's some small – you know, I don't want to say mom and pop, but people that are trying to do it internally at agencies. Um, but really, you know, product to product, there's really not any competition. Hmm. Well, that's a good position to be yeah. in, I suppose. Uh, and that and it's... Why aren't you in all 50 states if you're the only ones doing it? Uh, one, it's getting, you know, unfortunately, sometimes politicians to agree to make changes and do things a different way and, sure. and look at it. Um, we are dealing with government, so a lot of times it's all right, who's going to fund it, um, the, the initiative on it. You know, and we've taken the stance because it's only part of what we do. We've sort of kind of reduced the cost of it mm -hmm. as you know, enough for us to keep investing in the product and keep growing and adding features for them, um, you know, with it. So we've made it as cost effective as we can for, for agencies, but it's, it's just, you know, the story of dealing with government and going and getting the sheriff on board <laughs> or the PD, then going to the courts and uh, it's just a hard sale process. And I think that's why a lot of people haven't got into it because one, there's not massive amounts of profits in it. Um, with it but you know we so we look at it as for the user yes you know so we're we're looking at it as more as kind of our civil duty mm -hmm. you know to give these tools and benefits to our our law enforcement agencies you know with it it's just a long sale process Dale what about biome plus is there any competition in this prebiotic uh well, uh, people uh, frequently confuse it with probiotics, so sure. we, we help clarify that. And there are some other prebiotics out there where um, most prebiotics today are simple fiber products. And that can range all, those, all the way from things like inulin that, that ferment rather quickly. And so if you take uh, 10 grams of inulin, it'll be an interesting evening of flatulence. Um, <laughs> so not necessarily a good thing. Um, and so what we've been... Uh, is very sort of clever in the design um, was to blend a series of prebiotics together and one of them is an interesting ingredient it's derived from uh, many colored fruits but ours is from blueberries mm -hmm. and so we de-sugarize that's not a technical term <laughs> uh, take the sugar out of blueberries and get the polyphenols and the polyphenols are temperature sensitive so you have to go through that very carefully so this is why uh, people say red wine is healthy for you yeah it's it's not the alcohol it's the polyphenols. And so what the polyphenols are is they're also prebiotic. So as your bacteria are converting those fibers from fiber into other stuff, the other stuff that you want more of is short-chain fatty acids, and what you don't want more of is just gas. <laughs> right. and so the polyphenols are used by a, a set of bacteria along with the hydrogen gas that otherwise would be produced. It gobbles up the hydrogen gas and makes more short-chain fatty acids. So it, it sort of is a way of diverting the biosynthetic machinery of the bacteria down there to producing more of what you really want. 
And so uh, there's no products, competitive products that I know of that sort of have that thoughtfulness uh, behind it. And so therefore we think ours is probably the most effective. In is unique of in that way. What are your, what are your long-term growth plans for your, for your two companies? Uh, for this product, it's, it's obviously to try to get it in as many states and many agencies because there's so much potential outside of just the warrants with, with data sharing and some of the new technologies that are coming out that's you know, far beyond just warrants, but how it integrates with that. You know, so our goal is to continue pushing the boundary on what the technology is capable of doing with the goal of, one, making our law enforcement agencies more efficient, saving taxpayer dollars and using that money in other locations where letting the, the technology do the work instead of man hours and paper. So that's our goal is just to continue pushing along and, and creating new products and new features to the existing products. Are, are there sister products to Cloud Gavel or, or sister companies under your corporate umbrella that do yes, related we, law enforcement? We've got some, some pretty good strategic partners that we're working on new technologies, whether it's um, you know with crime cameras and data analytics. A, a big part of what we do as a company is data analytics for both the private and public sectors. So allowing the technology to take the data of law enforcement to start doing like predictive analysis to try to figure out what's causing crime problems in certain particular areas, what times of the day, what times uh, of the month, year that, that are causing these situations. And okay, how can you use technology of, of crime cameras to let the software, for example, automatically recognize that someone pulls a gun mm -hmm. and the software automatically alerts you know, local cops that, hey, someone just pulled a gun in the French Quarter on this street. And it, it, it's all automated um, to do it. So it's it's looking at those and partnering with the companies that have the technology where we all work together and, and deliver that solution. Interesting. And Dale, what about, y'all were just starting, but I know you must have an exit strategy. Sure. You want yeah, to go so public? We, yeah, we're, we're working with a, a local marketing group called Zender Communications that's been doing a fantastic job of getting our, our word out and, and uh, getting influencers, which is the, the media uh, uh, means of getting out to the, the public with our message. So they've been doing a great job for us. And there's sort of a, a branch point in our future. Some Maybe it's, it's a year out, maybe it's four years out, somewhere in between those two probably, whereby we choose to carry on building the brand, which is what's done in the, in the food industry, such that the brand becomes increasingly valuable. Mm -hmm. Right now what we have is a, is a, a valuable brand, but a very valuable product and there's a patent behind the product. Well, can we sample this before we go? We, yeah, here's a, this a lovely, good, beautiful good purple drink. Of, uh, Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> and should you have this before your meal, or with, or after, or it, does it matter? It doesn't matter. It is, All right, let's uh, see. It's very delicious. Very delicious, nice fruity flavor, not too sweet. I could definitely drink this. We could definitely drink this every day. Dale Post and Casey Roussel, y'all have wonderful stories to share, and it's so exciting that you all are bringing so much to the local marketplace. Thanks for telling us your stories and taking time to be with us today on Out to Lunch. Thank you. Thank you. Pleasure being here. My guests today on Out to Lunch have been Casey Roussel of Cloud Gavel and Dale Post of Biome Bliss. You can find out more about Cloud Gavel and Biome Bliss by going to our website, itsbatonrouge.la. The producer of our show is Grant Morris. Our technical producer is Eric Merle. Our associate producer is Peter Raschuti. And our Baton Rouge business consultants are Charlie D'Agostino and Ann Edelman. If you want to know what we all look like, you can find photos from this show on our website, itsbatonrouge.la, and on our It's Baton Rouge Facebook page. These photos were taken by Carrie Hosford. You can find more of Carrie's photos at carriehosford.com. You can hear this show and past episodes of Out to Lunch wherever you get podcasts and at itsbatonrouge.la. 
Out to Lunch is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsbatonrouge.la and WRKF 89.3 FM. I'm Stephanie Regal. Thanks for joining me. I look forward to meeting you again next week around the table here at Mansur's for more business Baton Rouge style on Out to Lunch. Out to Lunch Baton Rouge is recorded live over lunch at Mansur's on the Boulevard in Baton Rouge. Mansur's is open for lunch daily 11 to 2, for dinner nightly, and for brunch on Saturdays and Sundays. Mitchell Foreman wrote and performs all the music on Out to Lunch. You can hear Mitchell's music anywhere great jazz is sold or streamed and at MitchellForeman.com. Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com. And by Shorten Associates, legal recruiters in Louisiana and Texas. And by Orange Theory Fitness, delivering fitness results for a healthier world. 